Welcome to a huge Thursday edition of Newsmax Daily for August 24th, 2023. National Waffle Day in the U.S. of A., which is actually in recognition of the patent of the waffle iron on this day in 1869 in New York, although the grid pattern of the waffle was said to be created by the Dutch in Holland. Aside from Waffle Day, you will see a lot of Kobe Bryant trending today. Eight And 24, as in the date, 824, are the two numbers the late great NBA player wore during his career. The Orange County, California Board of Supervisors, where he and his family lived, declared August 24th, 824, as Kobe Bryant Day a few years ago. And fans throughout the country and around the world have adopted it. Speaking of around the world, today is also Independence Day in Ukraine. I mention this because, one, Ukraine continues to fight valiantly in the war against Russia that is surprisingly still raging on for their independence, and two, Ukraine was, of course, a topic of debate at last night's GOP debate in Milwaukee. We'll have Europe to pull their weight. Uh, right would, now, they're not doing that. Not and, I think we need to do, and, and I think our support should be contingent on them doing it. I've been in the hallway. I've been in the West Wing. A president of the United States has to confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth and prosperity. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name? And what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? I'll tell you, I'm not a politician, Brett. You're right about that. I'm an entrepreneur. The last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. It's going to take an outsider because for a long time we have professional politicians in the Republican Party who have been running from something. Now is our moment to start running to something. The reality like America, is, less so you have no foreign me, policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? The, it the shows. Our country is in decline. This decline is not inevitable. It's a choice. We need to send Joe Biden back to his basement and reverse American decline. A smattering of comments on various issues last night. Thus far, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is not a politician, and Nikki Haley are getting the best reviews, especially on the Ukraine issue when Haley told Vivek he doesn't know anything about foreign policy, and it shows. Moving forward, I would tell Nikki to get a personal stylist if she doesn't already have one. I don't know why she was wearing a furry sweater in the month of August, even though it was in Milwaukee, but... In her defense, I will say, for men, it's really easy, right? You throw on a suit. You know, the only real thing you have to decide or ponder is what kind of tie you're going to wear, and then you're good to go. For women, it's should I wear a dress? What kind of dress? How long or short? Should I wear a pantsuit? Whatever. And they're going to be more highly criticized or focused on, right? Like I'm talking about it now. Is that shallow or nitpicking? I don't think so. I think that's something people will pay attention to. Am I the only one that didn't like Nikki Haley's sweater? Let me know. And does it matter? I mean, we know in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. But for the debates. And yesterday, in the Megyn Kelly interview that I featured with Eric Bowling, she said that Fox News was moving on from DeSantis to Ramaswamy. And it was evident in the debate last night. Brett Baer called on Ramaswamy. It seemed like, it seemed like Brett Baer called on Ramaswamy 
way more than he did any other candidates. Every time his name was mentioned, he would go back to Vic saying, Mr. Ramaswamy, your name was mentioned there. You have 30 seconds. Of course, in some of those cuts, you heard the bell ringing. That's the 30-second bell that nobody paid attention to. They just kept talking and talking. Everyone getting in their talking points at every possible opportunity. Meanwhile, the former president and frontrunner, Donald Trump, who was referred to as the elephant that is not in the room about 45 minutes, maybe an hour into the debate last night, gave an exclusive interview to Tucker Carlson on X, as you know. When you say there are people on stage who shouldn't be running for president, who do you mean? Well, I don't want to really use names, but it wouldn't matter too much. A guy like, uh, I call him Ada Hutchinson. It's Asa, but I call him Ada. Uh, Why do you call him Ada? You know, I could tell you, but I don't want to get myself in a little trouble. But he's weak and pathetic, and he was, uh, I never understood the guy, never knew him. He was the governor of Arkansas, not a very popular guy. I don't know how he, but that state is such a great state. The people are so incredible in that state, and they love me, and I love them. How does this guy get elected governor of Arkansas? But he's nasty always and uh, has been. Uh, A guy like Chris Christie, the guy left with a 8%, think of it, 8% approval rating in New Jersey. Now he's running for president. And he runs solely on the basis, oh, let's get Trump. Let's, he's like a savage uh, uh, maniac. He's like a lunatic. And that's all he talks about. His poll numbers are very, very low. He's about 2%. What's he like? You know him well. No, I've, had, I've been friendly with him over the years, but I couldn't give him a, a job because I just never trusted him very much. Uh, I was just never one of his people that really trusted him. I never gave him the job. And that's one of the reasons he feels so hurt and so betrayed. And I understand that. I really do. I understand it. But I never gave him. You know, he wanted to be different things. He was looking at different uh, elements of the administration. And we decided, uh, I decided just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. And now I'm glad I did because you see, but you know, we had some, some great people. I had great people. We'll have even better people if we do this because now I know Washington before I didn't know Washington. But guys like Bill Barr were terrible. I mean, they were, I would say, bushies. Uh, I say that with respect to the Bush family, but they were Bushies. And as for not attending the debate. Fox is way down, as you know, and uh, the good old days are, are long ago. I will say this, uh, it could come back, but they, have, they just don't have a lot of credibility. Tucker, you know that perhaps better than anybody. I think it was a terrible move getting rid of you. You were number one on television and all of a sudden you're We're doing this interview, but we'll get bigger ratings using this crazy forum that you're using than probably uh, probably the debate. We get more on last night from this morning's edition of Wake Up America. Back to the first GOP presidential debate. It's in the books now, and now it's time to see if anything changes in the polls. For help with that, let's welcome in pollster with McLaughlin and Associates and the Trump 2024 campaign, Jim McLaughlin. Jim, great to have you with us this morning. Up all night, Jim. Good to see you. Good morning, Rob and Allison. So my question, and I, and I just asked it in a previous segment, but is, is there a new number two in the GOP race right now? And his, is that person Vivek Ramaswamy? I, you, know, you know, it's funny. I'm not sure. And I always tell everybody it takes some time for the numbers to settle into the polls. It usually takes about five days to a week for these things to settle in because a lot of it is what happens with the spin. Right. But who would have thought it? I mean, there were so many people attacking Donald Trump before the debate for not being there. It's no question he won this debate without being there. 
And I just saw some numbers that supposedly about 150 million people tuned in at some point or another to his debate with Tucker Carlson. I think I don't think there's any question the big loser last night was Ron DeSantis. You just did a you just did a segment talking about the debate and he was barely talked about. And I think if anybody had a good night, it was Vivek Ramaswamy. What first of all, people are learning how to say his name. Right. Yeah. And second of all, second of all, why did he get the most applause? Because he was the guy on the stage applauding Donald Trump. You look at Chris Christie. He almost got booed off the stage because he was attacking Donald Trump. That's a great point. Yeah. Pollster Jim McLaughlin on Wake Up America on Newsmax. So you will see and hear endless coverage of the debate and Trump's interview throughout the day and tonight. Meanwhile, today is the day that Trump surrenders to the Fulton County, Georgia jail. Former New York City mayor and Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani and several others, including attorney Sidney Powell, were booked and mugshotted yesterday, if that's even a word. They had their mugshots taken. Veteran attorney and Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz reacting on Newsmax. It's a tragic day for America when lawyers get indicted uh, for having given legal advice, even if the legal advice turned out to be wrong. Um, they're making up crimes. It's not a crime to proclaim your client innocent. It's not a crime to... Uh, seek uh, alternate electors. It's not a crime to demand recounts. Uh, they just don't like the politics that was played, very hardball politics, and it lost uh, by Giuliani, by Eastman, by Trump himself. But the idea of turning that into a RICO, uh, you know, I litigated several cases against Rudy uh, when he was the U.S. attorney, uh, but those were all cases involving you know, organized crime. Uh, never before, in my knowledge, has the RICO statute uh, been used by a state prosecutor to try to uh, convict people who have been conducting a political campaign to reverse an election? Uh, you know, the answer to that is don't vote for him if you don't like him. But the idea of criminalizing legal advice is so dangerous to America. Today it's used against Giuliani. Tomorrow, it could be used against Democrats as well. Rudy Giuliani had a bond of $100,000. Donald Trump's bond has been set at 250000 If you don't know, the defendant has to pay 10% of that to be released. More from longtime defense attorney Greta Van Susteren. There were so many times when I was representing people that might have like six past armed robberies, but they showed up for court every time they pulled off an armed robbery in every single status hearing, every single arraignment, every single trial they showed up. So when they got the seventh armed robbery, they would get released because they had a record of showing up because they're showing up. So the mere fact that all these defendants are showing up in court, they didn't hit the they, If they were going to leave town, they would have done that by now. They now have a proven record like my armed robbers of showing up. And the idea, I think it's just mean-spirited that they put these bonds on their heads. That's Greta Van Susteren, host of The Record on Newsmax. Mean-spirited or politically motivated, it's a big show. It's a big dog-and-pony Democrat show. More from Rob Schmidt and Laura Trump. The same DOJ that, that hid the laptop, hid the hard drive from the American people, changed an election possibly, very likely, uh, is now prosecuting this. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, it's the same thing. It's just a different election. Obviously, mm -hmm. the goal with uh, the lies about the Hunter Biden laptop being Russian disinformation or misinformation, the goal was to ensure that 
Joe Biden became president and there he is sitting in the White House. And we know, Rob, that one in six people who voted for Joe Biden in 2020, had they known that laptop was real, would have changed their vote. And there would be a different president. It would be Donald Trump, not Joe Biden in the White House. And obviously, the case is the same now. They're just going about it in a, a much more blatant and honestly terrifying way yeah. for this country because they're not even trying to hide it at this point. They're so open about what they're doing. They're willing to just shave a little fat off the United States Constitution whenever it fits in with whatever they need on the left, with however they can win an election. And I think the goal here is twofold. It's obviously to prevent Donald Trump from becoming president again. We all know that. We've all seen that with multiple indictments against him now. Mm -hmm. But I think the other goal, and it started with the January 6th stuff, is to make sure that if anybody ever dares question anything that the government tells you again in the future, you better watch it because it might be Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani getting mugshots today. Tomorrow, it could be you. So there is a, a very nefarious two-pronged goal here, I think, with all of it. And it's just so sad that we found ourselves here in America. That is Laura Trump on Rob Schmidt tonight. Rob and Greg Kelly also spoke with Trump legal spokesperson Alina Haba about a potential mugshot of the president. I think that the president should have a big smile, just smiling ear to ear for that mugshot. I, I think well, I think if, he if should. I, I think he should. I think that's going to send a real big message. May I disagree? I think that's that's a valid thing that Rob just said. I want you to hear my opinion on this because I think he should. His whole thing is he's authentic, right? Yeah. And he's getting a mugshot, potentially. And this horrible thing—it's a horrible thing. Let's not pretend it's anything. That, let's not pretend it's something yeah. that it's not. When he got arraigned in New York City, I call it the eye of the tiger look. You know what I mean? He was mm -hmm. just fierce, as appropriately so. He's in the fight. He's fighting for the country. And I know about that, you know, smile for the mugshot. Some people do it. It's a valid opinion. I have the opposite opinion. I, I don't I just can say this. There is not a confirm, confirmation that he will be getting a mugshot. So um, oh. we, we will see. Um, but I frankly don't understand the purpose of it. Do I think he cares if he has one? No. I think that if they're going to force him in this ridiculous position that they force so many people, as we've seen, and it's just a sad day in America, it's just a reminder that we need to get out there and vote and that we need to change the system we have. But um, I, I do not yet have confirmation, frankly, that that is what is going to occur. If it does occur, I can tell you I would be surprised if he would be smiling. I think this is the detriment of this country and there's nothing funny about it. Um, you know, it's not a joking matter. I know we've become immune to it, but this is a really despicable moment. And for the president to take a mugshot when he is the most recognizable person on this planet, frankly, is beyond me. It's beyond me. And it's frankly just theatrics. And that is not what this is supposed to be. So um, it's a serious matter. And if Fannie's going to bring charges against a former president, she better be able to put her big girl pants on and deal with with the repercussions and and the fight that will will give in court appropriately. You know, and, and we have facts that will fight this. This is ridiculous. Um, and I'm looking forward to our lawyers getting to work. President Trump's legal spokesperson, attorney Alina Haba, on Newsmax late last night. And think about it, because there was no mugshot at any of the other indictments. If there is a mugshot of the former president today, not only the message it will send, but it will immediately, this is what I think is even more important, it would immediately become like the most valuable picture or one of the most valuable pictures in the entire world. And then think 
about the extremes that people will go to to try and get a copy of that picture. And a Chicago woman who wrote threatening emails to the headmaster of Barron Trump School in Palm Beach County, Florida, threatening to kill President Donald Trump and his son, Barron, threatening to, quote, shoot them straight in the face, has been arrested and is facing five years in prison. This coming, what, two weeks after FBI agents shot and killed a Utah man who threatened to assassinate President Joe Biden, which we still, and I guess never will, hear much follow-up on. And President Biden, by the way, continuing his vacation in Lake Tahoe, where he took a spin class apparently yesterday, and some of the media actually felt like that was worthy to cover or important. And as for the people of Maui, Hawaii, who have lost everything, they are becoming more and more unhappy with the president's response and the federal response to the deadly fire there that wiped out everything they owned, as well as hundreds of people. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy saying that the U.S. House is likely going to look into the federal response to Maui. Thank you so much for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Don't forget, Newsmax is available on most major cable systems. If you have AT&T, Comcast, Spectrum, Xfinity, Dish, DirecTV, or others, you have Newsmax TV. It's also available on platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, and more. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.